Hi, my name is Jameson. Welcome to the Unexpected Experts Podcast, a show where we dive into the vast spectrum of human knowledge and the ways that our experiences make us experts in unexpected ways. Thanks so much for listening. Round two. Round two. Here we are again. Welcome to Unexpected Experts. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were recording, and Second then podcast. I guess it wasn't first. happening. 2.0. So yeah. Here we are. It's fine. We're we'll in figure Okotoks. It out. Welcome. We're, we're down in Okotoks. Uh, we're here with Tim, um, Tim Kortheis. Kortheos. Kortheus? <laughs> this is not going to make we sense. Ha- yeah. <laughs> it's true. These are, these are inside jokes. These are all the inside jokes. But we're they're inside jokes that they're, they're not intentional. <laughs> Anyways, we're uh, here. The first podcast. We unfortunately had a glitch in the system, but yeah, you know what? I don't what? know what happened. Let's start but again. Fine. We don't yeah. need to even talk about that. It's all hey good. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Unexpected Experts. We're here with Tim. Uh, we're down in Okotoks. We my, are. Mahood. We're, we're recording um, in person. And we're excited. We both know of you, but we don't know you. And so we would love to hear a little bit about you, who you are. Tell us your superhero origin story. I'm just enjoying hearing how you're like trying to say it like it's the first time you're saying that. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's like, feels like super like, like. Here is the sentence I am saying again. <laughs> I think this is what I said, <laughs> what I said For time. the listeners, we had a yeah. glitch. We uh, yeah, were recording for a little while, and now we're re-recording. So, yeah. like, we thought we were recording, and then apparently we're trying we to give recording. you an authentic start to the yeah. show. But also, like, this is just life. Sometimes, yeah. technology it oh, glitches. We could go right into a whole life glitches, not as you plan. We love it. So tell us a little bit about who you are. And I'll do it really quick this time. Yeah, sounds good. (laughs) You get round two. You've had your practice I think the technology was like, that was too long. (laughs) We're going to cut that out. Just erase that and start over. Uh, Yeah, so um, down in Okotoks, I've been in Okotoks uh, since I was six. Um, Born in Saskatoon, moved here. Still love Saskatoon, but I love here better. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been here for 36 years and seen many, many things change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then met my wife here at the church I work at. Um, we're in youth together. So you know, maybe I'll meander in different ways now. It's true. I love I, it. We're getting a little yeah. different of yeah. story. It's good. So yeah, met my wife at the church here, both uh, in youth group, and uh, she's super hot. I was super nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a great pair. Oh, yeah. There's Has much changed. Oh, no, no, no. It's still still the same, you know, absolute nerdy, absolute hot. Her part, they're hot. <laughs> Not her parts, but anyway. Oh, too far? No. Too weird? All right. Too uh, different. Too yeah. different. I like version one better so yeah. far. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happens. Anyway, okay, so yeah. Um, <laughs> you went to the comp? Yeah. So uh, I went to the comp, Foothills Comps at high school here, um, but and... Uh, um, yeah, graduated from Alberta High School of Fine Arts. Uh, side of that, with the f- I think the first graduating class of the Alberta Ooh, High School of Fine Arts. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So I could put on my. <laughs> At the time, you think it is, and you're just like, no one gives a crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> put it in your resume, and they're like, whatever. It's like I majored in uh, blah blah. They're like, no, you didn't. It's just on your piece it's of paper. High it was high school. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. saying you took classes in this. Cool. Well done. Yeah. Nobody gives a crap. This isn't fame for any of those 80s TV fans, <laughs> which is neither of you two from the complete blank <laughs> look on your face. No? Yeah. Sorry. I know. I know what you're born talking in, about. Yeah. Born in 90. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway. 
Um, yeah, went to the comp, uh, graduated there, met my wife. Uh, she went to the comp as well. Um, she hated my guts. I hated her guts. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, um, threw things at each other in school and stuff like that. That's great. Does that oh, yeah. really mean you hated each other or maybe you secretly Oh, no, I was you. always attracted to her. Yeah. But it was still, uh, I'm attracted to you, but you're a bitch. Oh, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> so feel free to bleep out. And now you you're married out. to her. Yeah. So here oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, I caught her on the rebound and... Uh, she went through a you know weird relationship. I probably shouldn't go into too much of that. Yeah, this is a lot more. Yeah. It's really I'm fun. Like, this is great. Like, oh, He's oh, so much more it's comfortable great. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did yeah, you do after like high school, Tim? Oh, tell us. We've never heard the story. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen, said any of that. Now, what did I do after high school? Yeah, I sold cell phones uh-huh. and then uh, had no intention of going into music. Actually, when I was in high hmm. school, in like grade ten, high school, had a bad piano teacher, and I went, "Eh, I don't want to do this ever mm-hmm. again." That's fair. Yeah, and then uh, wife, <laughs> wife and I got married, and uh, her own admission, she's not a musician um, or interested in music. And then I was like d- you know, messing around on the piano, and she's like, "You need to go like do something with music." Hmm. So I cool. went to a. Uh, piano teacher at Mount Royal who's a Polish guy and he got me loving music again and then mm. yeah and then that's what actually got me to Rocky okay because then I'm like oh maybe I'll do music cool. and, which is great because now that's my life and mm-hmm. not doing it would suck because I'm really bad at everything else <laughs> um, but then yeah I ended up at Rocky Mountain College uh, um, my friend Jason Brazil was there which you guys know because of New West and all I've those little connections I yeah. 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 I know him. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and then I was there after my first year, or halfway through my first year, I didn't believe in God anymore, and at the end of my first year, I was just like, ah, I can make some money off of this, so, uh, (laughs) no, I believed in God again, so I thought I would uh, get a job as a worship pastor, and it was both great and horrible, Mm. as most first ones are, as you're trying to figure your your way out, and then the church is like, yeah, you're kind of young and dumb, and... You know, like maybe gonna, too nerdy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Never too nerdy. It's always the right amount of nerdy. Always <laughs> the right amount. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, at, uh, so that was at Westlife Church, and then was uh, chaplain at Ambrose for two years. And when they were doing their transition from downtown to their mm-hmm. new site, so that was fun. Okay. Because I got to fight lots of battles with people. Uh, who didn't, you know, I was like, chapel in the new place should look like this. I'm like, we're not going to let you. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. And I, <laughs> when it was all organized, I said, great. Now I hate you. Not all of you, but specific people. I'm like, I should probably leave now. Uh. <laughs> so then I stepped out. And it was, it was all a very positive thing. Then I ended up uh, working at the church here, Okotoks Alliance Church, and where I've been working for 16 years. And my parents helped plant it when I was six. And so I grew up here as well, So which mm-hmm. is very, very cool and fun. And then uh, at a certain point, I was conducting a men's choir here in Okotoks, and then I uh, was like, I should do some more conducting. My wife kind of encouraged me on that nice. as well. Cool. Um, She'd like to watch you wave your arms. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, sh- and which was cool, because she was the person who encouraged me to go back into music for my bachelor's. She's the person who recognized that um, there was joy in me in a different way when mm. I conducted, mm. because like... Performing individually, like I like playing, but I like I like helping people to see to make music together. Mm-hmm. I really, really love that. Mm. Um, I've never been someone who wants to kind of be the center. I'm like, hey, let's see what you guys can do together, and right. what I can do to help yeah. you mm. do awesome yeah. things together. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and that kind of sparked me to get my master's in um, 
bar and orchestra conducting at the UFC. And then when they, when they asked, hey, why do you want to do this? I'm like, I want to learn this stuff so I can pour it actually back into town, into our town here. Cool. And then mm. Our church board at the time, they let me go down to kind of three-quarter time, and they supported me in getting that because I kind of was like, I think God wants me to do this. And I don't say that phrase a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> even things I found out when I applied to um, the UFC conducting program, they accept one student every year. Whoa. Um, for the program, and they had wow. a couple dozen um, apply. And when I went in there, actually, after putting in my application, because of my Bible college uh, degree, the guy, the grad program head said, yeah, I'm really sorry, but we don't recognize your institution or your degree. You mm-hmm. might as well have nothing. Right, I'm like, yeah. Like, ah, I was worried about that. Um, but then I said, yeah, we'll keep it in there anyway. And lucky for me, Becky Timmons, I don't know if you guys know her. Oh, I know Becky. Yeah. yeah. She... Was currently she had already fought her way into that program from a different circuitous route. Oh, cool! So she was actually the person ahead of me in right. that program. Hmm. So she had already kind of said, shown them that they're like, well, actually, Rocky makes some pretty good right. decisions. Like, mm-hmm. Already kind of paved the way. Yeah, a little bit. they were like, we still don't count it, but we see that she went to Rocky mm-hmm. and she's good. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's um, cool. I did not know that it was that like. Yeah, it's only competitive of a program. Yeah, it was, it was really exciting, and my prof told me uh, when I graduated she's like yeah she's like when we selected you it was weird she's like we just kind of like we're all she's like there are people who are way more educated and mm. way more experienced and stuff mm. and she's like and pretty uni- uniformly we all kind of like we're like yeah but we think he's got a lot of potential and uh, cool. let's pick him instead wow. and I was like hey and then discovering through that oh hey I've got severe depression and anxiety that I need to deal with and right. all these different <laughs> things and yeah. Uh, at the end of that, going, hey, I got major depression issues that I need to fix to help my family. Right. But, and then out of that degree, because I wanted to pour it into our community, I started uh, Foothills Philharmonic Society here, and um, we started a choir that we were like, hey, we'll have a couple dozen friends maybe show up. And then our first rehearsal, we had ninety-four people show wow. up to the first oh. choir rehearsal, and we we're going straight up. No we're like, this deal. is classical, Beethoven, Mozart. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go in that general vein, and people were chomping at the bit. And That's then, so cool. Yeah. It was, wow. And then by the end of our first year, we had started a chamber choir. End of our second year, we had an orchestra starting-ish. Um, and then once COVID hit, we had seven choirs wow. and orchestra that were just ra- racing. Wow. And then COVID shut everything down, <laughs> which was... And then now Classic. we're rebuilding. Dark period Classic of time. Classic COVID. So we're rebuilding that. So then there's four or five choirs and orchestra back. Uh, here and you know, like last season, we did Star Wars Suites and it was killer. Oh, the whole cool. movies fun. thing. Oh, that's you fun. Know, oh yeah, it was. It was just. It was wicked. Um, but yeah, now we've got like back to we've got a chamber choir doing advanced stuff, jazz choir, men's choir, opera chorus that partners with people with opera in Calgary, and then our main chorus um, and orchestra and stuff. And anyway, but that's what I wanted to do because the kind of the whole thing was we have musicians in Okotoks that are and and high river that are going to Calgary and um, you know, let's make an opportunity here yeah. as well. And totally. that's not to say yeah. all Okotoks musicians have to stay in Okotoks. No, at all. we don't <laughs> like, here's another option. Yeah, I exactly. drive into Calgary. Yeah, exactly. No I'm like, yeah, go to Calgary choirs. if you're in communities, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, of course. You go sing in whatever other choirs, whatever. Right. <laughs> I do he leave. said while looking at Andrea, yeah. who drives from Okotoks to Calgary, into Calgary to sing in a choir. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> I will admit we are to- yeah, different vibe than New West as well, right? We well, and I was also part of New West before I was part oh, yeah, of totally. Okotoks. You got the friendships. Right, all that. yeah. Begrudgingly. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, cool. And I guess origin story, I don't know. Superhero origin stories 
just uh, I want to help people see what they can accomplish regardless of what uh, crap is in their life. Hmm. Right? Like mm. looking and being like, hey, I've got depression or I got this. I'm like, yeah, but imagine what we can do together, though. Mm. Totally. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Like not just doing it on your own, doing it with other people. Yeah. And like we, the Footos Philharmonic became really, it was, it was weird in the first couple of years because it just became about community. Okay. Um, yeah. And like people who had severe depression, like registered and they're like, hey, so I don't leave my house because of High River PTSD and stuff like that. And um, because of like flood PSD, PTSD. So can right. I just come and yeah. like listen? I'm like, yeah, yeah. This, this is an environment you can come hang out in the back, whatever. And we had several people who were dealing with depression and PTSD come and hang out and become really vital members of the community. And then they start singing and then they start leading sectionals and then they start serving on boards and stuff. And these are people who didn't wow. um, leave their homes. And then That's we, incredible. Then we had these that, like depression. That community yeah. connection to like really bring people out yeah. in that way. And then there's like these depression groups where people like who all had depression or major like mental health issues, they came out of the choir mm. where they would just call each other up to mm. make sure they're all okay and they would go for walks together and stuff and I'm like I'm like I'm more proud of that than any mm-hmm. of the cool music we're doing yeah yeah very cool community is so important yeah. like people yeah. being there for people mm-hmm. really I think we're like I feel like we're in a place now where we are more aware of how much we need it than we were before. Yeah, totally. Right? Like, yeah, like, totally. like post-COVID, yeah, for sure. Yeah, spending so much time in isolation, it's just, it's, yeah, it is important. Well, And the amount of mental health type talks and whatever podcasts or videos or um, things on social media, like the amount of content that was coming out around mental health mm-hmm. during like a little bit before but especially during and after COVID like Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. it makes you really appreciate whatever communities you have as part of that mental health support and structure definitely yeah word yeah yeah word Word. (laughs) well even that on like um from from my journey you know um I'd struggled with lots of I didn't know what for years and years and through you know bachelor's and master's degree I just you know, looking back on it, you know, I'm like, oh, I verbally and emotionally abused my family. Mm. Um, mm. You know, that's a horrible thing to, to realize later on. But after my master's, I got, I uh, went to medication, got medication for depression um, and anxiety, and then um, got counseling and have been improving things with uh, my wife and my family to the point that we're in a much better place mm. uh, now. And my, you know, I, my only my oldest daughter remembers, you know, how dad used to be, and we she's twenty one now, so we mm. have open conversations about that, and mm. and um, you know, and then discovering a couple years ago, oh wait, uh, I have ADHD, and I can thank <laughs> Andrea's <laughs> husband for helping me discover yeah. that because I was mm-hmm. like, he's like, do you have ADHD? After talking, and then I'm like, no, I don't. That's I I was good at school. He's like, yeah, that's not an issue that's not the thing he's like because i have adhd and you have everything i'm talking about or everything i have so uh maybe you want to check that out yeah (laughs) yeah and then getting some medication was awesome because i remember like in my bachelor's degree and stuff trying to practice piano i'm like i'm like and i could never motivate myself and i just Mm. hated myself and Mm. just contributed to more anxiety and more depression because i'm like you know and even just recently i was going through boxes of old 
um, a sign of old projects I made like in elementary school. I just got mm -hmm. a box of stuff mm -hmm. I wanted to keep, and I've got these poems I made in like in like grade four and five, where I'm like, "What's wrong with me?" Right? Wow. I'm yeah. like seeing this like young wow. kid going. I'm like, "Oh, I did not remember struggling with this Thinking back that then." Way. Wow. You know, being in a songwriting class in college and the same thing, and like, mm. you know, God fix me. Wow. You know? It's crazy what you can like you know, glean from different conversations and see in other people than get to see in yourself. It's yeah. wild. Even the mental health thing, as we're talking about the yeah. church hurt stuff, like that's, I you know, kind of was confronted with this choice, not in an overt way, but of, well, your worship pastor, so you got to be a pastory pastor, mm. right? And be like, don't worry, guys. If you follow Jesus, you'll get all your shit together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And come to the point of like, I can't live that, and mm. it's exhausting. So I'm just gonna be like, so here's what I got. Can I still have my job? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. I keep my job, please? It is. It's yeah. Tell us more about that. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That balance in my mind, having never been a pastor, but knowing people that have been pastors who have asked questions about faith and what it means to be a Christ follower in a modern world, you know, when he lived 2000 years ago, when we live in 21st century mm -hmm. North America, and especially when your paycheck is like tied to it. Yeah. Like that's, that's an interesting balance and set of pressures. And I mean, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely an interesting season. I've been, I've been, um, you know, I was going to say blessed. I, I actually don't like that word <laughs> in that context. Not without going on an aside, I started a TikTok channel at the pushing of my kids, my daughters, because they're like, hey, when we discuss things, you should actually put little videos uh, on TikTok cool. about oh, this stuff. Cool. I did one on the nature of blessing, just kind of on the word blessing that I'm like, when people are like, oh, I'm blessed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, like I think that's such a dangerous word for Christians to use because the inverse is like, and other those other people who don't have this aren't blessed. Oh, or they're cursed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When we're like, oh, we're blessed to live in Canada. I'm like, no, we just do. Right. Mm. Right. It's just the way things happen. I'm like, because if we're blessed to live in Canada, if like God has provided these things, why mm -hmm. didn't he provide them mm, for other people? Mm, mm. Yeah. Right? And I'm yeah. like, and that calls in a huge issue where, you know, kind of that whole issue can be landed with, that's just how yeah. it happened. You were born right? here. You were so born here. Like welcome. God, and you know, when people are like, oh, I was blessed with this. I'm like, well, then why does the Bible say, hey, it's like actually harder for a rich man to get into heaven than right. for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Mm. Like, so if that's true, then why are we like, hey, God gave me so riches? Do, yeah, like why do we celebrate blessings in that way? Mm. Yeah. I guess that depends on your definition of blessing too. Yeah, like totally. If you're right? thinking about just monetary success or wealth um, versus like, you know, we are, there is a level of privilege that we have living in Canada and like being yeah, yeah. born here. and Sure. Um, and maybe privilege is a way of looking at blessing or defining blessing, depending on your frame. I just think you taking know? the spiritual aspect out of it is right. is kind mm. of More a bigger healthy. one. Like yeah. it helps like demystify it mm -hmm. maybe in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like like the Bible says, like you know, whatever you're doing, do it to the glory of God, right? right. And it says, you know, Proverbs says, you know, uh, hey, uh, hey, God, uh, don't make me so rich that I forget you, mm. um, and don't make me so poor that I steal and dishonor you, right? 
right? And just give me, please give me my daily bread, right? I'm like, that's good, right? Like if you've been given riches, you know, yeah, use them to to, to change people's lives, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but don't assume you were divinely given them for a big right. reason, right? Right. Like, and often we'll use a passage that talks about, you know, the um, oh, oh, the manager gave these um, this money to three different um things, and they were called talents in there, but yeah. You know, and one person buried it so he wouldn't lose it, and one person um, mm. invested a little, and another invested a lot. And then we take them and see, see if you have lots of riches, you know, use them for God. I'm like, yeah, but then there's the inverse warning of, by the way, being rich actually is going to bring you a lot of troubles mm. too. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So, like, well, maybe it's not money just doesn't riches, buy right? you happiness. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sure is nice every once in a while, but <laughs> yeah. It's helpful. <laughs> it's, it it yeah. definitely removes things that bring you you know, it can remove things that bring you troubles. Yes. That's always nice. <laughs> yeah. I can pursue happiness more when I have heat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. When, when I, I can food. fill my gas tank. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like when when your Maslow's hierarchy of needs are hmm. met. You Ooh. Know? I've heard then, that term but for But then a while. like I even think about that in in the conversation of like blessings and like where your emphasis goes to when you have your needs met. Like if mm-hmm. you don't have a roof over your head and you don't have food, then of course you're going to be maybe pleading out to the sky gods to give you food and for the mm-hmm. rain gods to give you rain, right? Like there's the yeah. more of those needs that you get met, the more you're able to be self-sufficient and then at least like psychologically speaking, the more introspection you can have. Yeah, but totally. if you don't have food and if you don't have a house, then you can't think about your mental health. Mm. Yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. And there's a you know a famous uh, you know saying or whatever. I'm sure I just saw on Facebook or Imgur or something. You know the importance of investing. If you got give a give a poor person a hundred bucks, they're just going to waste it. And if you give it to a rich person a hundred bucks, they'll have it invested and make ten thousand. And then someone commented. Hey, why don't we change the wording to, hey, when your basic needs are met, yeah. you can invest your money. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He's like, a poor person has to go, I need to survive. And the rich person says, hey, I'm doing fine. Yeah. I'll use this for this purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, actually, a hundred bucks handed in my palm would feel really great. Yeah, yeah that'd I'm, be terrific. And you I'm know, not right rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know right away you're like, oh. Uh, I could use this for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can buy more diapers. Yeah. <laughs> if I dropped a $100 bill and it fell out of my pocket, I'd be like, ah, where did that go? It's so stressed. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm not going to go bankrupt, well, but that like really was nice. That's like the opposite of that story in the Bible where Jesus is at the temple and the poor lady gives like the last two copper coins that she has. Right? Yeah. Like, and these rich people are all giving so much money mm-hmm. into this coffer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, like, out of their abundance, they're giving. Yeah. She gave the last of what she had. And it's right. just another one of those things where he's like, it is the money, money in the kingdom of God is not what you think it is. Yeah. He's like, yeah. it doesn't, he's like, and even, you know, loaves and fishes where he's like, I can, I can make money. Mm. <laughs> he's like, I can supernaturally make money. And then, you know, then you get into a larger question, you know, the faith where you're like, why the hell don't you then? Yeah. yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. And then you get into the question and then people are like, well, economies and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know there's lots of reason we could give. I'm like, but ultimately, I don't know. It pisses me off. And when I die, I'll be like, what the hell here? And he's like, yeah. hey, watch the mouth. But I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, that place is down there and it's rude that you're talking yeah. about them like that. Don't mention it here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a safe place. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, at the end of the day, you kind of like have to look at it and go, all right, well, 
I hate that this is a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm convinced that God loves those people and he loves me and I'm going to do what I can to help people who have less yeah. than me. Yeah. Right. And when they're like, why isn't, you know, why isn't God helping us, you know, with money? I'm like, I don't know about the money thing, but I feel like he wanted me to help you. Mm. So I'm just going to kind of go with that. Yeah, totally. Like, like, I don't have the money, but I'm here and I yeah. can help you with what I have. Yeah. Can I give you a hug and I can give you a sandwich? And yeah. Yeah. That's about it for now. <laughs> I think that's like an interesting thing just going back <laughs> like a hair in what you said there though like the biggest thing in our house right now regardless of where myself or Matt is at is that you know regardless of what you believe or what you think about this whole faith thing like at the end of the day we just want to teach our kids to love each other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. to love other people and and like ultimately can we not boil down to simplicity that that is what we're called to do as Christians? And I'm like, okay, well, I can't argue with that, but also can we please go to church on Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) So ultimately I think it's great that we want to just teach our kids to love people and love each other and, you know, be kind. But on the chance of like, (laughs) even as you're saying that, like I'm like vibrating inside because I'm just (laughs) like, but it's, that's all it is. Yeah. Right? Like, one of the fantastic things about the Foothills Philharmonic, um, and seriously, this is connected, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that my, is that our, you know, our board is Christians and non-Christians and atheists and mm-hmm. cool. uh, different religious people and, you know, heterosexual and homosexual and transgender people. And it's just, it's all, there's wow. lots. Inclusive. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And I, and, I, and I actually say to our, the people on the board, because, like, they're, like, super good friends now. Like folks who are atheists and stuff, I often say to them, like, "Hey, if I ever cross that line, or uh, I'm just kind of like, make sh- you guys know you have like freedom to, like, we're singing sacred music. Mm-hmm. That like, if you're like, you're getting too preachy, I'm like, mm. let me know, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, and they're like, oh yeah, it's all good. Um, but one of the interesting things in the midst of that is um, there's been people who have been churched before Mm. um, and no longer are because they had horrible experiences or different things. And like one guy in the choir was, he's like, well, I hate church and I hate pastors, but if I hate, he's like, but if I had a church, it'd be yours. If I had a pastor, it'd be you. Mm. Like, that's all right. I'll take it. That's cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's huge. And then just like, then we'll have conversations about God and Jesus and, and chatting with, you know, and then we've seen people start attending church here or attending mm. church elsewhere. And not that, and not that the church thing matters. That should be an outcome of just following Jesus, and not a required outcome. Mm. You know, um, like not an expectation. Yeah, you shouldn't go to church because like I should do this because Christians do this. It should be like I would go to church because I know that with any, it's like if I'm not playing music, my skills are gonna fade. And mm. frankly, my interest is going to fade because I'm going to forget what it meant to me. And that's the thing with like anything in your life, right? Yeah. It's like being, when people are like, absence makes a heart, heart grow fonder. No, it doesn't. Absence makes you forget. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sure, it might make uh, the heart grow fonder, good. but I just don't, it's just not true enough. Yeah, like for me, like we stopped going to church. I mean, we had the wonderful excuse of COVID mm-hmm. and, and 
occasionally watched online and then that sort of dissipated and then we had kids and oh yeah life just was kind of crazy and it got super easy to just not go to church on Sundays. Oh yeah, once and you settle into sleeping in on a Sunday, that's a hard. Okay, well, oh, yeah. Small children. Small children, small children means no I'm sleeping out of that in. Face but now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for yeah. <laughs> rubbing yeah. it in. Uh, but you know, and then at the beginning of summer, I decided I was going to go back, and so I've been taking my older daughter with me, and it's been really great. It was a really hard habit to get back into, yeah, sure. but it was a conscious decision that I wanted to do it and I wanted to maintain a little bit of consistency and I wanted to introduce that part of my life to our kid. And I mean, she's, Mm. she's loving it and making, well, I wouldn't say she's making friends. I don't think two year olds really make friends, but (laughs) everyone's your friend. (laughs) You have a dress. I have a dress. (laughs) (laughs) We can build a tower. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, like she, you know, when we were legit, we've been, our house has been sick the last couple of weeks, but we, um, when we were going really consistently and she's like, she's picked up on, Oh, Friday nights are dance class and mm. Sundays are, Oh, I get to go to church with mom. And it's like, mm, Oh, this cool. is really cute. And I, I like, it's really neat seeing it through her eyes and yeah, yeah. seeing like the newness of it. And like, I remember one Sunday we were in the van and driving home and she goes, mommy, God loves me. And I was like, yeah, he oh does. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It just was so like, just such an innocent Did thing. Onions yeah. in the car again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. No. Um, but just like, yeah, such an innocent thing. And so like, yeah, ultimately to teach them to love other people and be accepting and, mm-hmm. um, gracious and all those wonderful things but like to legit get to see her starting to kind of piece it together and mm-hmm. um link it with something is really cool and i and there's always so much <coughs> sorry i'm in all these different kind of worlds of like there's certain um so there's philharmonic with people who aren't christians and then mm. there's other mm-hmm. circles i'm in where the um, people are very very fundamentalist right as well and they're like well you know you got to do all the thi- all these things to be a good christian i'm like well i can't do those but <laughs> um but even as they're talking about love like so often um uh, a lot of christians churches will respond where it's like you know oh yeah we just want to boil it down to you know yeah just jesus wants to love people you know and but there's more to it than that i'm like yes and no mm. there's more to it after that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right where it's yeah. and, and too often we're like here's everything mm-hmm. in the bible mm-hmm. but even the bible says hey um i know there's lots of things here but what sums up the law and the prophets well what sums up the law that god said and, and the things he said through all these prophets in the bible uh yeah you can sum all that up with love the lord your god with mm-hmm. all your heart soul and mind and the second and it doesn't end there the second thing he's like is just coming after that love your neighbor Mm -hmm. as yourself Mm -hmm. like that is said in the old testament it Mm -hmm. is said in the new testament and too often we're like but by to love you i have to say here's all the things you need to do right your prerequisites yeah Yeah. Yeah. right and like the lines that we draw in the sand the ways we divide ourselves yeah and And that's you know even even that you know it's right into the whole kind of hurt Mm -hmm. kind Mm -hmm. of conversation right yeah the amount of people you you talk to who are like well you know i had to do this and this and this you know um, i was expected to change this and this and this and i'm like over time i expect that i'm gonna change following jesus but my only requirement that he asks of me is 
to love the Lord your God and love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And the Bible, as you read it, should be an expression of kind of understanding what God meant by that. And of course, you'll get into things like, well, why did he say dash babies' heads against the rocks? I'm like, I don't really know, but I do know it's tribal and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right? Sure. And you know, evil peoples and blah, blah. I don't yeah. know. Cultural context. Yeah, yeah. totally. There's the all that, right? These verses were written. Yeah. And then you just get into this, you know, people are just trying to put too much ahead of the cart. Um, and then uh, my ADHD completely kicked in there, and I have no idea what the hell I was going to say. <laughs> Amazing. But I, mean, I could just that... see it like spiraling in my brain. I'm like, <laughs> There was more. It's <laughs> gone now. Something else, Black and hole. it's gone. Yep. What you both said kind of relates to my own experience of church, and like I grew up in a really, really conservative church, and it, a lot of the preaching was about um, how we have the right theology and mm-hmm. how we understand the Bible in this way, and it's very structured and it's very laid out, and it's very systematic. Yeah, you gotta have you and gotta have the right theology. Is wrong. Yeah. And anything outside of that is not correct. Yeah. And it's you know it's just. A lot, right? Yeah. The way that it comes up, um, I guess the way that I look at that, having not attended that church for a long time, is that's just base level human tribalism. Mm -hmm. We're trying to define who we are as a people, as a tribe, that rally around this theological identity um, at the exclusion of anyone that doesn't also ascribe to that theological yeah, yeah. identity, right? So because we because we view it as there's like safety tribalism. there. It's like everyone here's like me, mm. yeah, you know? yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like yeah, but that's a different. It's like yeah, yeah. Everyone's like you, but that's not what Jesus is about. Yeah, right? yeah. it's like yeah. we're we're just kind of like we're building a community based on common ideals, but that's not what. Christianity yeah. and Jesus calls mm-hmm, us to be, mm-hmm. and there's safety in that. Yeah, for sure. sure. And it's it's a good environment, but it's a good way to, to only to not reach people who aren't like you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right? yeah exactly. Yeah. It's but not it's, it's not an inclusive. Yeah, no, and like it's not inclusive, but it is when you have a group of people that can rally around this idea of what the divine is, mm-hmm. then you have a place where people share a common understanding. And they raise their kids with that as well. And it's a healthy environment for people to raise their kids in because it's supportive and it's Mm -hmm. self-giving to other Mm -hmm. people within that community. Like it's a great way to raise kids in any religious context. That's like the monopoly on that is not with Christianity. Mm -hmm. It's with any religion Mm. um, that psychologically and like developmental psychology tells us that. Well, community, right? Like not even religion. It doesn't have to be... A religious context, but, but having, having a community. Having some kind of shared identity around something higher than yourself. Mm-hmm. I guess sure. would be the okay. main that's the yeah. main like linchpin well, of even it, is that it's it's very healthy for the kids. The AA to be group is that. you know, like there's an AA group who meets here and I, that's entirely what recovery is based on. Totally. You're in a group yeah. of people who share common struggles mm-hmm. and you talk about them together mm-hmm. so you know you're not alone. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think like, and that's what I mean, right? Like, I don't even think necessarily religious context, but like, as soon as you become a parent, there is a like tribe or whatever you want to call it of people that you automatically um, and naturally link with. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, it's it's the funny thing that people are always making fun of on the internet that like when moms get together, like all they do is talk about their kids, but they're so pumped to be away from their kids. But like. They yeah. can do nothing else but think about their kids yeah. and share yeah. stories about their kids. Totally. And here's a picture of my kid doing this and that. Yeah. Like it's legit. It it I'm, I was yeah. the pr- like I was the person pre kids that was like I won't do that. Yeah. 
And then you and realize, now I go yeah. and meet someone, and I'm like, oh, do you want to see a picture of my kid? Yeah, let me show you. <laughs> but I'm, I'll I'm tell even you thinking what. about this, like, in the context of, like, all three of us being involved with choirs. Sure. Mm. And, like, as soon as you join a choir, there's a common interest and a common yeah. goal, and you're all working towards the concert. Right? Yes. You're all working towards that performance. And there's an identity around we are the choristers of this group, and these are the songs that we're singing mm-hmm. and learning and memorizing. And having that goal, be it maybe a theological pursuit or being a musical ideal, that's what brings people together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is a but natural human instinct. And then, the, you know, and the other, the continuing of that is when, it, like, from a religious context, like in a choir, you have to be pr- particularly psychotic to be in a choir and go, and because this is what we do, right? everything else is wrong. <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> what? Like, no. like, like in a musical sense? Yeah, or? I'm just like, like if, you're, if you're in a choir and you're like, every other style of music is wrong because this is what we do. And we, this is uh, what we enjoy. Okay. And this okay. is what defines us as an like organization. We are a classical choir. Yeah. See, I guess, yeah, that's, like, I mean, that, see, that is one thing wrong. that I do... Now, this is a side tangent, but that is one thing that I do enjoy about New West is that it's like mm. like fairly eclectic. You know, we have sort of segments of like our regular rep is a little bit more faith based. Our Christmas mm. rep is obviously going to be Christmas. And then but our like spring rep is. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. So, but know. like our spring and then our spring rep is, um, you know, it's usually more. um What's the word? I guess like secular. Yeah, stuff, secular. Not necessarily spiritual. <gasps> yeah, there's yeah. there's not there's not a spiritual focus necessarily on totally. the, the music side mm-hmm. of things, um, and so having sort of a little taste of everything, I like that. I know that there are people in the group that are like we're doing um, like a two, at least two like fairly um, classical pieces mm-hmm. this year, and yeah. some of our classically trained people in the group are like this is the bee's knees. Like they're super pumped about totally. it. But anyways, well, well, it's like even in classical, like there's veins of different things. Cause you know, one of the things that attracts people to, to our chorus is because they know what they're right. right? right. They're like, mm. I love classical music. Yeah. Right. But even within that people are like, let's do handles Messiah every year. I'm like, please kill me. <laughs> please. No, <laughs> like sounds yeah. super roaring Baroque music for two hours <laughs> is horrible. Yeah. But there'll be people be like, that is the only thing. But even like it, when it, when you bring it to churches, right? Like that's the, like we, again, 6,000 things coming into my brain at <laughs> mm-hmm. once. Choose one. Are, <laughs> we, um, we have got all these don- denominational divides when in fact going like, well, which one's right? Which one's right? Well, or they're all right because we're all different. Right. And mm. we're all, um, well, and yeah. you're all there. Like there's something yeah. to be said about that. Like yeah. you're all existing in the same room doing one common goal. Does it yeah. really matter what, what the, yeah. the background information is for you? Yeah. Like but where you, you know, came from or what like, church you attend on a Sunday morning? Like, yeah. and there'll be like, but then you run it like there's certain churches that'll be like, um, well, like you were saying uh, about conservative um, things and being like, this is the list mm. of things yeah. that are right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? And and seeing denominations is like letting go of that and be like, hey, we think this is important for this reason. Oh, that's interesting. Well, we think this is more important for this reason. Cool. But you love Jesus? Yeah, so do I. Mm-hmm. Neat. Let's go have a beer right. or yeah. coffee. Yeah, yeah. This is right? reminding me of our conversation with Scott the, totally. on the last episode yeah. of just this idea of like... Um, 
Oh no, do I have ADHD too? Uh oh. <laughs> also, it's getting like, late. That's fine. Everyone. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Like the, the open-handedness, yeah. of like theology, but like still rallying around the central figure of Christ. Well, and also holding lightly that, like, <laughs> like now we're like, well, this means this. I'm like, for now, like, and I'm not be not saying that the truth itself is changing, but like. 50 years ago, we interpreted these passages totally. different. Yeah. 50 right. years before that, yeah. it was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For 50 years. And yeah. you know, some people take it to mean, well, you know, why should I follow the Bible? I'm like, because it its relevance changes yeah. based on culture and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like Because it still has applicable principles no matter yeah. what time period you're living yeah. in. Yeah, and we culture. need to hold it. To, and that's such a danger when churches or denominations or whatever go... Yeah, but this is the way it has to be mm. translated. This yeah. is the way you have to understand this passage. Because if you don't understand it this way, you can't believe in Jesus because... And like, and I get that when people are like, well, if you take things too loosely in the Bible, then Jesus then like Jesus becomes a, like an allegory and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, except for the fact that there's lots of non-biblical sources that say, oh, yeah, he was real. Yeah, he was crucified. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we did kill him. Oh, yeah, he did magic tricks. <laughs> like all these different things. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, so we established that Jesus was real. Uh most of those sources say he wasn't crazy. Uh, he did magic tricks. All right, so we can establish that he was a real human doing supernatural things. Sure. Right? Yeah. And it's like, I don't need to believe that the creation story is literal mm-hmm. for me to know that Jesus was real um, and that supernatural things mm-hmm. exist. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's it's that extra step to go, do I accept that you say you're the son of God? Mm, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, do I accept that you are real now? Mm. But so much of our denominations are like, yeah, but to believe that, you also have to believe that people are predestined to go to heaven or hell. Mm. Oh, you also yeah, have to believe yeah. that, um, you also have to believe that gay people need to repent first mm, mm-hmm. before they become a Christian. Or, right. you know, you need to believe that, you know, s- human sexuality looks like X, Y, and Z. And all these things need to be believed if as part of believing in Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. I say to my kids and I say to so many people, like the center of, of faith needs to be the, the story of the thief on the cross. And we don't talk about it enough mm. where the whole, the whole thing is he's like, so there's a guy who definitely does not have his theology straight. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. He's made a couple <laughs> mistakes in life because he is dying on a he's cross next to Jesus. Executed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but what does he say? He's like some guy, you know, the guy's like, Hey Jesus, you should save us. And the guy goes, uh, yeah, do you know who you're talking to? Like, he's done nothing wrong. All right, so this guy's like, he recognizes that Jesus is without sin. He's like, he's done nothing wrong, and you and I deserve what what we're getting. He's like, I know I've made mistakes. And he looks at Jesus, he's like, Lord, remember me when mm. you come into your kingdom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's not saying, hey, can you forgive my sin so I can live in heaven? It's him just literally going, holy crap, you are God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I am a sinner. Uh, you are perfect yeah. i am not if you're I throw, here <laughs> yeah i throw myself at your mercy yeah. like when right? i get to heaven like give me a shout out yeah. <laughs> but that was it that was yeah. that was the whole christian life there where then jesus says and today you'll be with me in paradise where he's like i don't need he's like i don't expect it's not even i i don't need you i don't expect you guys to get things right because you are so messed up mm. right he's like i know because we made you <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know the trinity and all that but like like, you know, when I talk with like, the, when I, uh, I taught Bible classes at Brant Christian School last year and mm. for okay. grade seven and eight. And one of the things I, I put in 
um, like the ADHD hands as I get excited. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I put a, a question box for each class. And I said, this is for you guys to ask anything. Right. I'm like, I'm like, if it's inappropriate, I won't read it. Or if it's, you know, if it's inappropriate, but I, you should probably ask it. I'm like, I'll just say, hey, this says this, ask your parents. <laughs> you know, yeah. something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. If, um, and, uh, but because so many Christians, and it's more of a conservative environment, so many Christian kids don't get an opportunity to ask the questions that are burning on the hard like, yeah mm, yeah yeah right the hard questions yeah. so like every couple of weeks i say all right everyone's putting a piece of paper in so nobody yeah. knows who's who's is who's cool um and then i'm like you can ask me random things i'm like i'm like non-bible questions i'll give a quick answer and then we'll dig into sure. they're like what's your favorite type of cheese uh mozzarella you know right. what's your favorite yeah. type of pizza <laughs> yeah. you know uh, i grew up in a christian um, house and i don't believe in jesus and i don't know what i'm supposed to do oh these are grade seven and eight kids. That's right? hard. But yeah. wow. Legit. I, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah. that needs to be talked about. And, yeah. and I would say over and over again, or, you know, some kids like, you know, do you believe in evolution? I'm like, well, here's where, you know, the proof for evolution, but here's the, the challenges against it, you know, and here's kind of these different viewpoints. Uh, and at the end of it, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right? right. I'm like, yeah, this doesn't change that Jesus loves you. That he died for you and yeah. he loves your neighbors and he died for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, it's like, talk about this, but don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Again, the, like, love God, love people. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, uh, and you know, this day and age, people are like, just like, oh, you know, churches, you know, we're, we're talking about love too much. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but even the Old Testament's like, this is the most important one. Yeah. Love God, love your neighbor. Yeah. And Jesus is like, Hey, the great no greater love has man than to lay down his life for someone else. You know, like he's like, hey, yeah, like everything I'm talking about is about love. Yeah. And yes, the rest of it, there's lots of stuff in here. It's like, well, you know, you should probably try to, you know, here's some good things to follow a good life. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, here's Israelites. Uh, they really screwed it up, so you can kind of see what that <laughs> looks like as well. Yeah. Uh, you can see why I don't. I don't. Can you guys see why I don't expect you to ha- get this all? Because you all suck. Yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah, but you know, we get it that there's a standard. We're not going to get there. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, going to do my best, but I know that's not going to ultimately get us there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so much of that, you know, bring it to the hurt thing. Mm. So much of that hurt is because mm. we like, we just lose sight of that, and it's like, no, the most important thing is that, you know. Um, you know, COVID is the big one, right? Yeah. The most important thing is that we respond the same, you know, church should be like this in the sight of the government. I'm like, the most important thing is, are we loving Jesus? Yeah. You know? How do we, well, and how do we love through all of this too? Like, yeah, like yeah. how do, how do we love our these, neighbors? Yeah. How do, yeah, too. absolutely. How like, do you, how do you get past the different views that people have, whether it's politics, whether it's, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, well, even that, bi- yeah. even that biblically, like, um, and I say it to these kids all the time, and I'm like, you know, don't be a dick is, you know, pretty you know, non-specific. Yeah. Right? I'm like, but the Bible says, hey, if you're following Jesus, uh, you can expect to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is going to pour out of you with these yeah. fruits. It's going right. to bear yeah. fruit. That's going to look like this. Love. You're going to be have so much love. And the people would be like, well, I do love that person. I'm telling them they're going to hell. <laughs> you know, they know I, they, yes. I'm trying to save them uh, from hell. I'm like, yeah. that sounds neat. So yeah. I guess but you also could, you one could, of those other ones is kindness. Exactly. So you got to yeah. be kind to people. So yeah. too. Are you overflowing with love? Are you overflowing with joy? Are you peace? Do yeah. you bring peace? Do yeah. you bring patience? Mm. Do you bring kindness? Yeah. Like 
if you are not kind and gentle and peace loving yeah. and patient, if yeah. these yeah. things aren't what people see, you're not following Jesus. Yeah. And like you can't tell me that you trying to enforce your view of what spirituality is with a fist is any kind of loving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like as soon as it can be like, that wasn't kind. Oh, it was. I'm like, let's ask 100 people. Let's play some family f- feud on this, yeah, uh, yeah. On this shit here. And <laughs> go, well, and, and also we asked 100 people, uh, <laughs> you punching them in the face with a Bible? Is that kind? I was thinking was of like, like patience too, right? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. It, like you might have a different viewpoint and maybe you'll come around to mine, but maybe you won't. And I'll be patient and just, you know, yeah. think about that and let you, let you wrestle in whatever yeah. you're going through. And like, yeah. I have to be at peace yeah. with the fact that we don't see eye to eye on this, totally. right? So you have to embody yeah. that peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and trusting that like God is just and fair and, you know, there's a da- so much danger of the theology where people are like, well, if I don't tell you about Jesus right now, if I don't explain everything to you, you're going to hell. I'm like, I don't think that makes sense with the character of God. Yeah. Right? He says, you know, you're gonna be judged based on what you know. When people are like, oh, we got to tell people in the in the in the tribes of Africa or whatever. Right. That sounded kind of white colonizer there. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little white savior complex. Yeah, a little yeah. white savior. <laughs> but, but that whole idea, we got to tell all the people yeah. around the world because yeah. if we don't, they're going to hell. I'm like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. because like, they're God's not tossing people in hell. Because we never got around to telling right. them this thing, mm-hmm. right? Because before Jesus, there were a lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and the book of Job in the Bible is usually regarded, it was written before everything else. And I think too, like... Like we, there is no Abrahamic religion. There's no Judaism yeah. when Job existed. Yeah. We live in a society too where it's so easy for... Um, some people to like jump down your throat and say, oh, hey, you're sinning. I need to call you out on your sin. Yeah. And it's like, mm. but like, I, like, do you? Like, is that your job? And I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know where I wanted to go with that. But, but then the, the claim that doing so is an act of love. Sure. I'm like, no, yeah. actually, you're just shouting in my face. Yeah. You're not being very kind. About yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. Are we spending time with Jesus and going, you know, Spending time in prayer, and I don't want to put that heavy on people because I suck at spending time in prayer. But like I was saying to you guys, uh, I don't think know if it was on here, but you know, one point oh or two point oh, we don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but you know, um, there's a whole book, uh, uh, practicing the presence of God by a monk called Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Uh, yes. Okay, yeah, and I have it on my shelf somewhere. But it's uh, really, really great because essentially it's just this monk writing letters like hundreds of years ago about um, his daily activities and how he's peeling potatoes and just talking to God. Mm. Right? right? And he's just like... Yeah, it doesn't have to necessarily be a ceremonious yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, just conversation. I can be sitting on the toilet and being like, God, I had too many carbs today. <laughs> can you transform <laughs> much Help. of my insides to fibers? S-O-S. <laughs> yeah, please, God. <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, that but that little uh, question box became a huge thing for these kids. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. I like that. Yeah. And I'm sure that, you know, the one kid that actually did the writing of the paper was not yeah. the only kid that felt that way too. Which oh, is yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, at the end of that year, uh, I was awkwardly removed from that role. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, you were fired. I'm like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> awkwardly <laughs> removed. <laughs> yeah. so it's a little more. But that actually was a thing that like my daughters were just like, they're like, you should take those questions they asked you and you should make a TikTok. Hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So I've started doing that and I've got like seven videos and it's just yeah. as I'm driving to various places and I just put it on my dash. And I'm like, cool. hey, I've uh, been thinking about the word blessing. Mm. That's weird. And then, and then I went to a presentation on creation ministry stuff and I'm just like, 
Like, that was really good. It was good for these reasons, blah, 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 blah. But ultimately, and the whole thing was like, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. just because my kids are just like, they're like, yeah, people people from those classes will follow you mm. on yeah. TikTok. Yeah, I'm like, that's ooh, cool. that's cool, too. Well, I love that approach, too. Like, just saying, like, this is a safe space for you to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have an answer. And maybe I don't. And maybe here's six different ways yeah. that you could look at an answer for this question. That's like literally but the creating... first video I put on there was like that. Where it's just mm. like, right. Maybe I have an answer or not. I don't know. Yeah. But ask it. But like creating a space where people are able to ask questions at such a young age too. Like mm. that's huge. Cause I never felt that permission. Yeah. I was only allowed to ask questions within the context of the theology that I was raised with. Yeah. So like, why is Calvinism right? Yeah. Why are we, why do we belong body and soul and life and in death? Even blah, questioning blah, blah. Like, it, your danger of hell. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah like it was not safe for me to ask questions outside of my faith tradition growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. So to give that space to people, even if it's just in a classroom and like, hey, here's a little bit of time hit me with anything you've got right that's huge and that's why like one of the reasons i love this church not to you know be like yay plug the church sort mm-hmm. of thing yeah um yeah. but that's one of the reasons i love this church is i i've grown in my mental health journey of dealing with anxiety and depression um i'm open with it from the front um i've you know actually chatted with uh i remember i years ago our our, our previous senior pastor was like hey yeah we're gonna have all the staff up, up front for the sermon series and everyone's gonna talk about you know how you became a follower of jesus and what he means to you and blah 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 blah. and i was like at that season i was like uh i don't think i have the answers for you that you want me to say mm. from the front <laughs> he's like i want you to say the things that are true he's like um he's like because if it's not what he's like if it's not what people are expecting there's someone out there who's going through what you're going mm-hmm. through. I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. So then I was very honest. I'm like, yeah, st- spiritual life is kind of like this where you kind of hope, like an up and down thing, where you kind of hope the next down is higher than your last down. I'm like, I believe. I don't believe in anything. I believe. I don't believe in anything. I believe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then <laughs> I had tons of people come up and they're just like, they're like, I haven't heard a pastor say those things from well, the front. Legit. They're like, like, I'm I think super it's... stoked to hear that. Yeah. And then you're like giving people permission to Question. Think about their own life yeah. through that lens, through mm-hmm. your experience. Totally. And churches should, al- should allow that. Experience. Like, if you like, you can have your tradition. Be like, we think this is right. This is we think mm-hmm. this is a way to to um, believe these things. Like, but what do you, you know? Holding it loosely, be like, I might be wrong about these things, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I'm an empirical guy, so I can literally look at it and be like, yeah, Jesus was real. Blah 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 blah. Like, there's data there at the center. Around, I can go, all right, those things. I actually don't need to argue about. Right. I can see those are real. And the rest of it, well, I wasn't there. And I think this would line up with love the Lord your God sort of thing. But what do you think? Mm. Uh, and mm-hmm. you go to your church and I go to mine. Yeah. But uh, do you love Jesus? Yeah. Yay. You know, yeah. and giving people the freedom to to explore those things, right? Like, you know, and, and even giving people people the freedom to doubt is, is huge. And we don't do that enough mm. um, in churches for people to go, uh, this shit's crazy. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it seems kind of crazy. Let's let's. Do you want to go for wings and we'll talk about it? <laughs> you know. I remember saying to my dad, I'm like, when I was a, starting as a pastor, I'm like, I can't be a pastor. I don't believe half the time. He's like, ah. He's like, if we if the church, he's like, if we removed every pastor who doesn't, um, who doubts or Questions, doesn't believe, he's like, yeah. everything would be yeah. empty. Yeah. yeah. And he, this, yeah. my dad's worked in churches as like an administrator for yeah. for decades and decades. Right. But like me being able having the freedom here to live out 
you know, you know, be at the front and be like, hey, uh, so I'm wrestling with depression and stuff like that. And, you know, you know, people will say, hey, you just got to pray more. I'm like, it's not true. I'm like, or it might be true. It might be true for you. I'm like, and I don't mean separate truths, but just like, I just know that mine isn't going away mm. from, yeah. from prayer um, or from laying on of hands or anything like that. So I got medication for depression and anxiety, counseling to he- help heal my family and then living that openly and saying to people, hey, so this is, this is my life. How are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. Let's make this a place where you can live those lives openly, um, where you can be like, admit to things you're, you're wrestling with. And then like the, one of the first times I mentioned it from the front, um, one of the, there's a person in our church came in and he was like, hey, uh, my mom told me to come talk to you. And he's like, young guy in his 20s. I'm like, oh, we've never talked before. He's like, so uh, last night I tried to kill myself with oh pills. Yeah. Um, it didn't take. Uh, I'm depressed and I don't know what to do. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm not a counselor, dude. I'm like, but here's my cell number. Yeah. And just know that you're not alone, and yeah. that yeah. you wrestling with this does not make you less of a Christian yeah. Yeah. or anything. And now he, like, we've got property behind our church that we we're developing into just a meditative prayer path for our community mm. to cool. go to wherever. And he is like the main guy who makes it gorgeous. Oh, wow. that's cool! And that's he's just really like, cool. and he's a super introvert, and he joins us online church. He does not join us in, in person. Um, but he's the person where I'm like, we have online church because of people like him, and he's yeah. doing this to love people and blah yeah, blah blah. That's and, really cool. And we talk about his depression all the time. I do have one kind of question for you though i'm thinking about like you've you've talked a little bit now about your anxiety and depression and some of what you were describing earlier is very similar to my own experience and being raised in like a very calvinist church where like you're taught that you're broken and sinful and there's nothing good about you while also having my own anxiety and depression um that did not do well for me. Mm. So like those two things combined were like very spiritually traumatizing for me growing up. And when, when you have such dark feelings on the inside and you're being told from the outside that, yeah, that's who you are Mm. and that's being reinforced by your spiritual community. Like that's a massive impact. Yeah. So I don't know if you have any similar, um, similar things with your depression and anxiety but for me like that was a major cause of the hurt that i've experienced in the church yeah i i always go back uh kind of in conversations about that to uh the story of david um because though 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 we're taught in the bible that um yeah that there is sin in us that we are you know, we'll selfishly choose if we define sin as just choosing against what God would want mm. want for you, right? Sure. That's kind of the loose definition I would give it. Like, yeah, we're going to tend to do that, right? We have to work harder as people. We got to make conscious decisions to actually choose to follow God and those sort of things. But like, um, but at the same point, like, <laughs> while I wouldn't disagree saying you know that we're sinful people, that's not all we are like mm-hmm. jesus is like 
I made you. I I right. lovingly made you. Mm. I knit you together in your mother's womb. And even though I know you have a tendency to do this, you are a prized creation. Mm. I love the crap out of you. Mm. Every one of you I've made, you know, and then you get into the more difficult conversation with people born with birth defects and stuff. And I'm like, and again, I'm like, I don't know, but sure. I do know he loves you and I'm sorry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's all I can say. I can and that's weep huge with for you. people to hear too. It's like mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Instead of expecting pastors to have all these answers. Yeah. Totally. Like yeah. I don't know, and I need. I'll, I'll, I'll sit say, with you. I don't know. Yeah. That's but huge. I'll sit and weep with you. Like seriously. Like the first one of the first big pastoral conversations I had when I was at, still attending Rocky, or like still studying at Rocky, it was like only my second year, and I was the only person at the church. And someone called and was like, uh, "I need to talk to a pastor." And I'm like. It wasn't until like 10 years into ministry where I was like, maybe I am a pastor. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I can be okay with that. (laughs) Um, But she's like, I need to talk to a pastor. I'm like, thinking, there's no pastors here. Oh, shit, you're a pastor. (laughs) I'm like, could you lie? I'm like, don't lie. Just, yeah, hey, yeah. It's not very pastoral. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? I'll I'll, I'll talk to you. Cool. And then she's like, yeah, um, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, um, my life's spiraling and I'm like oh okay um, I have no idea what to say and then she's like yeah she's like today she's like my I lost my son I was like oh I don't know and I was like I don't know what to say yeah wow. right yeah. and I'm like hmm all the platitudes that have been taught to me are not coming to mind yes. <laughs> and I'm like I'm sorry what how did it happen she's like uh I found him in the pool oh geez he's five whoa no and I'm just like so sorry yeah i don't know what to say yeah yeah i'm so sorry and i just sat on the phone she cried and you know um and then i (laughs) i think i prayed at the end i'm like god what the hell like i was just like i don't know what to say yeah i'm like i know you love her i know you loved him and i believe you are weeping with her Mm. at the loss of this boy i'm like but i don't I don't have any platitudes to make things good. Totally. And I mean, I think that's th- those situations are why so many people have like a crisis of faith because, you know. Well, it's because we try to explain it away too, and it's like totally. Yeah. It's just like, well, now you're doubting. Well, you can't doubt. Yeah. Really? Like my friend Sherry, she um she's one of the worship uh, pastors at Harvest Hills, um, mm. Harvest Hills Alliance, mm-hmm. and. There's a plane crash mm-hmm. and she lost her son. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then one of the other worship leaders, um, uh, oh my gosh, I just lost. I, I just met him kind of at a worship pastor's retreat before that. Um, uh, I totally forgot his name and I feel horrible. But um, he lost both his sons. Mm. Wow. Right? And you're just like, yeah. and she's just like living this life of like, she's not perfect. She's no. not going, you know, and I'm uh, <laughs> As you give and take away, blessed be the name yeah, of the Lord. Yeah, yeah. And she's just, she's yeah. just like, what the hell, yeah. God? Yeah. It's like I've given my life to this, and she's like, she's like, I still believe. She's like, I'm just angry. Yeah. And she's like, and he is okay with that. Mm. She's like, so I will just be here and s- sit in that grief. Yes, to yeah. sit in the grief. Like as Christians, we're like, well, yeah, we got to be happy. No, Got to yeah. that, and it's like no. The psalms are filled with grief. The psalms yeah. are filled with sadness. Yeah. And um, you know, as I've kind of taken that route, yeah, from your question there, um, 
but like the when it comes to the darkness stuff is realizing that is like that is part of life mm -hmm. as well um that we can't we shouldn't be explaining it away like mm -hmm. the psalms where he's like where are you god yeah. Yeah. he's like you know this happened and this where are you yeah, yeah. right and he's he's screaming and he's crying out and paul like apostle paul is like uh three times i asked you to take this thorn away from me yeah you're not so um and you know for my from you know i believe you're telling me that that you know your power is made perfect in this weakness that that you'll be glorified through this and i take a lot of solace in that where the amount of times i've gone for prayer for depression and stuff like that and and i have friends who still go you should go for more prayer i'm like no I'm like because a i don't think it puts me in the right mindset mm. because i'm constantly going fix me fix me fix me fix right. me fix you're, me you're you're fighting against yeah. it. Yeah. And, yeah. The, and where I can see where I'm, where I live this openly, I see people coming into freedom of their own to talk about right. it. Like right. one of the main ladies in our prayer ministry was just this powerful lady of prayer and does all that. And she came to me and she's just like, I am, she's like suffering through huge depression all the time. Right. And she's like, and I don't tell anyone cause I, cause I'm the prayer lady. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, and I'm like, and you still are. And and but you also need you it too. Yeah, you need yeah. to pass the baton at some point. Yeah, but we are like you look at you know when God works through people, right? He's not looking for perfection, and he's like, you are a treasured person. I know you're going to make mistakes, and you got like King David, where he's just like, here's a man after my own heart, except in the case of Uriah the Hittite. And I'm like, that's a big except, because <laughs> for you know for people who aren't you know, in the podcast who aren't aware, like King David, he was on the roof of his 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 palace he saw a woman naked and bathing over there he's like she is super hot bring yeah. her to my house mm. and then they brought her and then he found out oh your husband is you know a soldier in my army so he slept with her exerting his you know we can assume that he exerted his power sure over um over her to, you know uh, to do that as well, she gets pregnant, and he's trying, and he's like, "Let's figure out a way to kill her husband so uh, I can get away with this, you know, um, sort of thing." And like, and then he ultimately has the husband killed, marries the lady, and then the prophet comes, and he's just like, "Yeah, your baby is gonna die because of, of the horrible things you've done." Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, but God's still like, he was, he's a, he's a man who's trying who's been trying to follow me mm -hmm. and he sucks at it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. And, and I'm like, a big one. Yay. I'm like, my yeah. middle name's David and I can go, I'm doing my best. He's uh, like, I know it. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, should I say fuck less? And he's like, probably, <laughs> <laughs> oh but gosh. I know you're doing your best. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the classic poster. I'm like, you know, I love Jesus, but I swear a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Anyway. That's funny. Yeah. But I hope uh, that kind of answers, like, that's where I kind of rest in my, like, mm -hmm. you know, letting go of, like, I'm not a piece of shit. Yeah. Right? That's a, like, I've ch you know, chatting with friends or, like, thinking about ADHD diagnosis. Like, I don't know if I need it. I'm like, I would say go for it because it was huge for me to go, oh, I'm not a piece of crap. Yeah. Right? It's not, you know, what the hell's wrong with you, you like, piece of... I'm not I'm not broken as a person. Like, this is just how my neurodivergent yeah. brain works. And realizing that, like, for the same reason, you know, like, as we were joking, um, kind of, you know, when I was like, hey, and I'm noticing all these things, and that just is how my brain goes. It's like, oh, it's overwhelming. I'm like, yes, but it's also exciting. Yeah. Because um, I remember chatting with a friend of mine who was like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm like, I don't know what that would ever feel like. <laughs> 
Like learn a, learn a new language. Learn to um, uh, take apart a bicycle. Yeah. Um, do you know how to take apart a car? How about a fly plane? <laughs> like, like, Let me give you 726 yeah. These are things. just the things that came to mind today as <laughs> yeah. I walked into my house. Yeah. Why is that branch hanging down so low? I should cut that branch. Actually, I should get a new cutter and I should shape the whole thing. I wonder how do I... I'm like, where can I go online to find that out? It'd have to be a free one because I don't have money to do that uh, right now. But why are the bricks around that um, thing out of place? Well, I guess if I could take that, I'd take one brick out and I'll just scoop that out. I'll make that level and I'll put that back in. Oh, but yeah. everything's going to fall over to the side there. And why is that like, <laughs> right? And I can be like, oh, my brain's doing all those things. But at the same point, like every day, <laughs> I literally write a thing on my phone and I call brain dump. Mm. And I nice. just start yeah. ram and I just yeah. put voice to text. And I just start rambling, like, do this, 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 this. What about this for choir? Oh, this would be a cool little choir idea. How about this for the church? Oh, I think we could hook up something like this, this, this. Oh, that makes me think of this thing for the Ambrose, yeah. Co- Ambrose Choir. And I'm like, oh, I should pass this on to that, this person. You know, oh, Sounds you and your wife are really uh, having questions. You know, um, that reminds me, you know, you and your wife, you need to talk about this thing. Yeah, we're really struggling with this. Uh, maybe if I do this and this, I should talk to this person as well. What if our kids are seeing um, all these things going on? We need to make sure that they're doing okay as well. Oh, on that word, uh, you know, yeah. the, it just doesn't stop. Right, it hurts and it's not like listening. it's not like it's loud, but it's you know it's persistent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, persistent. It's just an everyday thing. Yeah, yeah. like the the but grand piano could, on that thing on my like thing is out of place, co- and I, I could have two conversations in my head at the same time. Yeah, like I'm thinking about making breakfast, and then I'm also thinking about the stuff I have to <laughs> yeah. work. Oh I have to my do at work. god! And, oh, and, shoot, I and that's why you forget things gotta, too, right? Because I go hang out with my girlfriend. Like, gotta go do this. And like, oh yeah, how are my parents doing? Like, oh my brother, and oh my nephew, and like, it's it's a constant. Dialogue. Yeah, and figuring out a stream. system where it's like, okay, here's the brain dump, and I can go through there. You know, if I'm sitting on the toilet and go, oh, that was a really good idea. Mark that one. There we go. And I just kind of like, that's great. Just keep that one. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the rest of that, well, maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, and then that's you know, there's there's the spiral for depression, anxiety right there, where all of a sudden you're like, you know, why aren't you fixing this? You should really fix that. Oh, that's going really badly as yeah. well. You piece of shit. Yeah, and then and then the shame comes up. Yeah. Like, oh well, you see all these things that you should be doing and you haven't done it and yeah. you get that shame spiral. Yeah. Yeah. I go to a counselor yeah. and they're like, why do you think you have to get all that stuff done? Because that's what good parents, that's what good dads do. Good dads, like I never taught my kids to ride any of their bikes mm. because um, most of it, I was um, going through huge depression. Yeah. Um, and I knew with my oldest daughter, I had lost my cool on horrible things like, um, to the point that I was terrified about interacting with my mm. children, mm. right? Like, um, you know, like I tried to teach both my daughters to play piano and it ended in tears for mm. both of them at that, mm-hmm. at that season, mm-hmm. trying to teach my oldest to ride the bike. And she was in tears and, you know, inside I'm just like, I'm not saying anything wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you're totally calm. And she was tense and I was tense and mm. releasing that part where I'm like, I'm not a piece of garbage because actually... I learned what my limits are and I did that to protect them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and being able to release that and go, okay, so I defined success as a parent this way. Right. I'm like, but how many parents didn't deal with their shit? Yeah. And yeah. so their children are traumatized. Great. Yeah. They rode a bicycle. They yeah. played catch regularly. Like, but your kids know that you fought mm-hmm. through your personal hell mm-hmm. to make sure that their life mm-hmm. is better yeah right like you didn't do the classic things you know but yeah and you're able to show up for them later on 
not when it's more important, but just later on when we can talk it through. Ne- as well. Yeah, when and when you need to, and when they need you, yeah. and maybe yeah. when you're better equipped to have those conversations. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And helping like our younger daughter, she was diagnosed for autism. She's, you know, um, at un- university and trying to figure all that types of mm-hmm. stuff out. So mm-hmm. in our house, we have hugely open conversations about mm-hmm. autism, and ADHD, and all this different stuff and diagnoses and all this. And we're like, yeah, ah, and they're like. Oh, you're probably doing that because of ADHD. You're probably doing that because of autism. And I'm like, I don't have any of those. <laughs> uh, you know, and then, and then, you know, one daughter's just like, I think I'm depressed. Like, I'm struggling with these things at school. I think I'm going through depression. We're like, oh, well, let's, do you want to talk to a counselor yeah. about that? We can yeah. chat with you. Or, like, that our kids are saying that stuff. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm just like, for me, that's the biggest win. Yeah. Right? And that they're like, I don't know if I believe this about the Bible. I'm like, oh, let's talk about that. Oh, I don't know if I believe this about Christianity. Okay. You know, why and why not? And I remember uh, on Father's and Mother's Day, we, you know, we force our kids in a, in a casual way to, you know, to, to go, all right, on Mother's Day, uh, everyone's going to go around and say something they love about mom, mm. right? And my oldest daughter said, I love that I can explore things that dis- you disagree with and mm. I never feel like I'm in danger. Put down. I'm never yeah. put down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I was just huge. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. and that for me, I was just like, Okay, we can do Parents this. Yeah, <laughs> okay. We can do this. Right. You know, you didn't you didn't get to play the catch, but uh, you've got kids who are happy, genuinely who are, love, like feel safe. They know safe. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, that's and, cool. You know, bring it back to the you know, in church we can do that too. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that should be encouraged in church too. Yeah, really. Yeah, totally. Mm. Like ask those questions and to say like this is a safe space for me to feel like my questions are okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like <laughs> there was a season, so our church just went through the big process of um, uh, voting on women in el- um, as mm. elders and pastors. Cool. And <coughs> I was, I've always been, a, been super stoked that our elders board is um, like right down the middle of, you know, you got, you got people on both kind of right and left sides who are super scholarly like we've got a professor at ambrose who's on our board and then we've got another guy who's not a professor but holy crap he digs in the scriptures mm. like a, mm. and then we got people who are more like you know blue collar and kind of you know more just like heart and feeling about their faith and um but there's completely people who disagree on all these major issues and mm. i'm excited to be in a church that's like and this is actually a strength because yeah, i'm like we're not going to accept anything yeah. at face value we're going to yeah. talk about it yeah and then we went through when we were like when the leader pastor is like, uh, yeah, it's time for us to um, work through this question of um, women as lead pastors and elders. And the board's like, all right, we're going to bring in um, uh, experienced, skilled speakers on both sides of these. And we're just going to mm. we're just going to talk about it. They're like, and we're going to do that. We're going to have an, um, uh, an opportunity for you guys to ask your questions publicly or privately. You know, and uh, we're going to talk about them. These guys will address them um, and then we're going to vote. That's mm. super cool. That's and cool. church voted in favor of women as uh, elders and pastors. You know, and then some people left and some people came. Mm, that's <laughs> right? interesting. But that's it was cool. just it was just a cool process because there's a lot of people I know who are at the church who disagree with their decision, mm. but they really love the way that it was handled. They're like, "I'll stick around here because I yeah. like I like that. That's the how process. we deal with things, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? They're like, I disagree with this, and I think that's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I'll stick around." <laughs> <laughs>
what is something that um, you think that like maybe even is just like the most important thing about being part of the community yeah. whether it be this idea of community of believers or the community of um, like just general community yeah um, I think there needs to be in any good community there needs to be freedom to how do you say it any healthy community it has room for should have room for people to grow hmm. um like I think of music communities um like, like I mean I'm I'm part of choirs that are like everyone it's open to everyone come on and we'll teach mm -hmm. you to sing and blah, mm -hmm. blah 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 and there's lots of great you know, we've got lots of experienced singers, less experienced singers, and there's this wonderful understanding that, hey, we're here to grow together, and, you know, the more experienced ones are going to... And then, but then there's groups where you're, like, more, like, um, like really adv um, advanced ones where everyone's just kind of sight-reading yeah. everything and can, like, sing it within, like, two performances. Totally. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, but the, f the, the freedom to... The freedom to be broken, <laughs> mm. you know, the freedom to not be perfect... In any of those groups, like whether you're in a high level music group and stuff like that, yeah. like, um, you know, even just seeing it both musically with, um, you know, like even uh, high level groups where it's like, you know, there's an expectation that everyone's going to nail it all the time. Sure. And then we don't or then someone doesn't. And I see in there no judgment from people, mm. even the people I'm like, you've never made a mistake that I've heard, you mm -hmm. know, and this person makes mistakes a lot. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't, you know, because that's kind of like the level that's at. I'm like, but you never judge them, mm, right? Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of the proud thing for me where I'm like, I really like that we make mm -hmm. music, but I really like that people are supportive of each other. They just come and be themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, then someone comes and they're just like, <laughs> well, I'm one of, so in our chamber choir, it's like 16 people. And uh, one of the singers, um, like our rehearsals Tuesday and that morning and on Facebook I saw her dad passed away. Mm. Wow. And yeah. I was like, holy smokes. Um, and you know, I kind of reached out to her to say, how are you doing? You know? And I knew she had faith background. So I was like, hey, we're, I'm praying for you and you know, um, blah, blah, blah. And then she came to practice that night. I'm like, you don't have to be here. She's mm. like, I want to be here. Yeah, she's I need like, it. this is actually a good place for me. Yeah, and then, like without me going, yes, <laughs> like, yeah, it's just kinda, like yeah. really ex like just excited that like when you're feeling down that you wanted to be with yes. these yeah. people, yeah. not because you wanted to make music, because this is a place where you can be emotionally open. Yeah, you totally. can you know and mm. you know to to see those sort of things mm -hmm. and right and in any successful church community like you know having the having the freedom to be not perfect, having the freedom to go, hey, you know this list of things our denomination thinks are important? I can't do those, mm. <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and not have someone go, well, you're going to hell, right? Like, it's right. like, no, but we're like, you know, God God knows our brokenness. So mm. if he knows our brokenness and he's like, I'm walking with you, then we need to walk with each other's brokenness yes. as well, yeah. right? And seeing that in any community that, like I've been in, one of the choirs I'm I conduct, there's not that sort of community. And I'm really that's kind of the biggest thing on my mind where I'm like, yeah, we're making good music. Mm. I'm like, but I don't sense mm -hmm. 
I'm like, you guys don't love being like you're fine being with each other because you're here. I'm like, but I don't feel like like, and I've said to them, I'm like, we make you make better music when you like the people you're making mm. music with. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's yeah. why, like, in any choir I'm in, if clicks start forming, <laughs> I'm like right from the like right away like i say from the front i'm like that shit doesn't happen here yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it will not happen here and the yeah. people kind of look and i'm like like you i'm like i don't get mad i'm not a you know i'm a person where i'm like oh boy we screwed up ha 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 on we go right but i'm like when i get upset at things they're like oh time to listen i'm like I'm like yeah. there will be yeah. none of that here and mm-hmm. I'm like and i will burn this to the ground and start <laughs> like, over we're all on the same ride yeah, 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 like yeah. we're not splitting up into sections yeah, yeah. No. like yeah, when people all, start like name dropping this thing together and they're like i've heard, i've done this and this and this and this i'm like cool i'm like that guy over there who's helping people stack chairs yeah he's 65 uh he went to college on a choir scholarship and when he was seven he sang as a soloist for the queen of england do you yeah. want to help him with those chairs yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like we don't need your backstory yeah, yeah. like no one's your credentials like we love that you're here if you want to be here and mm-hmm. sing and stuff go stack those chairs yeah. totally thanks yeah. for helping yeah. goodbye yeah, totally. be part of this community yeah. yeah yeah and and most of the time people do stick around and then they realize they're like nobody cares but I like these people anyway. <laughs> maybe well, I'll stick maybe around. I'll stick around anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks yeah. for your brain dumping <laughs> and time. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, it was good to, to you know, like officially meet you guys. Officially meet you. <laughs> I don't have to stalk you anymore and be like, now nah, I've actually met him. So yeah. I'll go find someone else now in the West. Now we can finally be friends on Facebook. <laughs> right? totally. Now you can yeah. follow him and have more permissions to Ooh, stalk now I can see right. all the, yeah. There we go. I was just yeah. like, you know, seeing pictures on like Des and Charles Arthur and I'm yeah. see you through them and yeah, <laughs> through everyone else. Amazing. It's crazy because, cool. yeah, we have, like, tons of mutual friends. I believe it. Well, I can't wait for them all to hear this thing. <laughs> <laughs>